Hello, I'm Bianca Cotton, host of Behind the Confidence Mail, and I am here with special guest Michi Watts today. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Michi. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. We are going to be discussing the battle of losing weight. Michi has lost 70 pounds, y'all. <laughs> but, <laughs> so it's a lot we're going to dig into today. Okay. Um, before even losing one pound, mm -hmm. let's go back okay. to your 20s. Okay. When you share with me offline, that's when the weight started to mm -hmm. increase for you. What was going on in that time period of your life? Um, I want to say I was battling with um, self-identity, just knowing who I am and my purpose. And um, I started to turn to food to deal with a lot of um, emotional issues. So I would eat because I'm happy. I would eat because I'm sad. I would eat because I'm bored. I would eat because I'm celebrating. I would eat. Um, food was a major comfort for me. I've never been a person to really smoke or drink or anything outside of skating, dancing, and stuff like that. So after I stopped moving so much, I started to rely on food. And so that was my comfort. And so after a while, I looked up, and I was almost 300 pounds, and I was, I was like 270, and I was just like, wow, how did I get here? And so, mm. yeah, it was it was a journey. 270 in a matter of what time frame? Well, it was 263, if I want to be exact. Okay. And I want to <laughs> say, um, I didn't gain much weight with my first two boys, um, but after I had my daughter, um, I, I started to pick up the weight and I started to emotionally eat a lot. And so um, I want to go on record in saying I've been pregnant six times. I have five kids. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, right. that, that did have a little bit to it. <laughs> but, what? yeah, it was... I, I would say right after I had my daughter. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Having a girl, is, it's a different battle. It's, what what <laughs> triggered after your daughter? You say emotionally eating. Was that postpartum? What Like what was going, what was happening? Um, I would say I was happy she was born and, and out of my stomach. So I don't want to say <laughs> postpartum. I was so happy to be free. But um, I think just not looking and feeling the same. Because um, my daughter and my oldest son, they're about seven years apart. So it's that, that gap of time. And so it was like that bounce back wasn't as quick as I was used to, used to it being. That, that snap back, that, that joy, everything. It was just a different ball game because I was a little bit older. So um, it, I would say it was that. And then um, financially, uh, we were going through some things. You know, I, I'm used to always just having it. And, and it was at a moment where we, we just we were really struggling. And so I, I was relying on food to just kind of help me get through all of it. And so we ended up actually, um, we ended up having to move um, unexpectedly. And so we had to, we were in a hotel for a few weeks and we um, ended up relying on fast food a lot. So um, we were eating fast food pretty much every day. And so I just felt so big and heavy and just, heavy spiritually, heavy physically. And so then the more I felt it, the more I ate because I was trying to bury that feeling. Mm. Yeah. And in trying to bury that feeling, did you start to eat more and trying to bury that? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. did it become a cycle? A vicious for, cycle. Vicious yes. cycle for you. Yes. And it was, it was difficult because I would say, 
and I tell people all the time, you know what you need to do. You know the doctors tell you you need to lose weight. You know you need to drink water. You know you need to exercise more. All of that. Um, it's a matter of actually doing it and finding that accountability and finding what works for you and your body because everyone is different. So um, I remember I was struggling for a long time, and um, I would walk, and I um, – my, my my good friend and sister Ebony, she was the first one to ever work out with me, like really work out with me. And we would walk and we would do this and we do that. But then I would come home and eat a whole pizza. So what was the point of walking? <laughs> mm. So it, it really had to take that mental shift. So I remember um, I was sitting on the floor and I had polished off a whole, almost a whole box of pizza by myself. And I, I prayed and I was like, God, I need help. I knew then it was an addiction. It was an actual addiction to food. And I was like, God, I can't continue like this and so after that um I met my mentor Morgan and um she shared her vision and her journey and um she um she's a very thin fit woman but she also struggled with food in a different way and so we were able to connect and understand how food works and so that's when um I locked arms with an amazing group of women I'm so blessed so blessed to know my fit family and um we just started working out more and eating right and challenging each other and, and the accountability, it was just everything. So it, it was exactly what I needed when I needed it. Wow. So let's go through a timeline because okay. losing 70 pounds is not an overnight thing not. at all. <laughs> no. So you're 263. Mm -hmm. How many years ago? Um, I want to say initially because it is, uh, for me, it wasn't like, I I lost it and I kept it off. No, mm. it was a it was a um a roller coaster okay. of um emotions, challenges. I mean, we went through two pandemics and so um I met Morgan in 2017. Um I got serious in my journey. I want to say 2018, 2019 and that's when I I launched my own company in 2019. And so um I struggled in the 40s like 40 pounds down, 50 pounds down. And um, once we came out of this second round of of the pandemic, um, I went really hard for those last 20 pounds. I, I um, shifted my eating. I started strength training more. Um, I added a lot of greens to my diet. I, I added a lot of protein. I got with people who knew more than I did because I'm a strong believer in iron sharpening iron. So I, t I asked the tough questions. I got with the, I got with people who I wanted to look like. So for instance, um, there's this, um, instructor, her name is vitamin T. Her arms are amazing. So I went to her, I was like, what do you do for your arms? And so, <laughs> um, and then there was another person, um, I was like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, how did you get your stomach like that? So like Morgan, Morgan has like a six pack. So I'm like, what do you eat every day? So it, it, it became helpful to go to people and ask the tough questions and get the right answers. So I would say it took me a year and a half, two years to lose 50. And then we went through the pandemic. So I don't even count that time because the scale went up and down. <laughs> and then I want to say it took me a good year to lose that last 20. And so um, it has been a journey. I'm watching my body transform and I'm able to do things now in at 41 that I couldn't do at 21. And so mm -hmm. it's a it's a great feeling just tapping into who you are and and your potential. So it's 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 a good it's a good feeling. I'm, I'm happy about wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Congrats to you. Thank you, Queen. <laughs> now, I know you married, right? Mm -hmm. So Yes. While on this journey, Ooh, yeah. 
shedding physical weight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I I believe that other weights start to fall. Yes. Mentally, yes. spiritually, emotionally. As those other weights start falling, how was your marriage journey during that time? Like, I'm getting fit. I'm losing weight. <laughs> like, was your husband there with you? No, he was not. <laughs> like, I'm drinking my water. Are you still drinking pop? Like, what was happening here? Um, I am so grateful for Morgan Martin and her family because the accountability was so needed at that time because me and my husband, we were a Kool-Aid drinking house. We used to smash. I mean, and the thing is, I come from a family where I was taught how to fry the chicken. I was taught how to, you know, I was taught how to make the the stuff that is good for your soul, but might not necessarily be good for your body. And so making those shifts where I just started to drink more water and my husband's like, oh, now we got to watch the salt and everything. He's like, oh, wow, we got to drink more water. Like it was initial head bumping because I was trying to change for the better and he didn't understand at that time. And so I'm so thankful for everybody at the lab and, and for our accountability team because in the times where it got hard, because it got really hard. They were there like, no, Michi, we got this. Sis, you're the spearhead for your house. Like, you you have to change. If you want to see your house change, you have to change. And I will never forget, we used to do these things called Sunday soul check-ins. And I will never forget Lonnie. She was on the, on the line, and she was saying how she was trying to change her house. And she was bumping heads with her family. She was like, but I have to do this. She was like, I have to. She's like, because if I don't do it, then then there'll be no change. And then that's when it hit me. I'm like, mm-hmm. I got to do it even when it's hard. I got to do it when nobody else feels like it. So um, my husband at first, he didn't like me losing weight. He didn't like me going to the lab to work out. He was like, oh, here you go again. You got to go work out. You got to go to cardio drum. You got to go dance. But I felt peace whenever I would move. I would feel better when I left, I called, I named it the healing floor because I would feel a sense of healing when I left. So I was honest with him. I was like, look, you want me to go work out. I said, everybody in this house needs mommy to go work out, okay? If you want mommy to be nice to everybody in here, let me go work out, please. So I became unapologetic in my walk, in my stride. I'm like, look, this is for me. I'll do whatever we need to do for this house. I'll do whatever you need me to do. I I would come home sometimes and just fall out on the couch. But this right here, I need this for me. Unapologetically, you can't have this. I'll give you anything else but this. And so once it became clear that I was I was um I was unmovable on this, then my husband, he kind of was like, "All right, fine. Go to the lab, be great." <laughs> and um it actually was him going to the hospital we had a very serious care because my husband he's a big guy okay I like big guys and my husband he's a big guy and so um we had a very serious hospital scare he was um almost I think he was almost 600 pounds if I'm quoting him correctly I think it was like 585 I want to say um and um we went to the hospital his blood sugar was almost close to a diabetic coma Mm. and I had been begging him I had been begging him to change I've been begging him to eat right and this lady told me about this doctor, and that's why I, I, I started recommending he go to her. And she walked in when he went to the hospital, and she looked at him and said, do you want to live or not? She said, because your wife and those five kids at home, they need you. Mm-hmm. So are you about to leave your wife here to take care of these five kids? And it's exactly what he needed to hear at that moment. 
And so when he left the hospital, he's down 200 pounds. Our whole, <laughs> thank <Yay>! you. <laughs> our whole house has changed. Mm-hmm. My kids drink up all my water now. There's no Kool-Aid <laughs> in our house. All my healthy snacks and food, they eat it. <laughs> and so, um, but it took me first taking that step mm-hmm. and just fighting for my own health for him to stand up and start fighting for his. And so it, it changed our whole house. Mm. You started to hope again. Girl, yes. Oh I cannot wait God. to get this sweatshirt. Yes. Like, no, that's a for real. Like, I I have to be the light. I, yes. And and also, you surrounded yourself by people who yes. were pouring to you when you didn't have it yes. to give. And that's a that's a beautiful story filled with so much hardness i know i know and and being at the lab working out alongside you and seeing you show up consistently um and motivating us to keep going Mm -hmm. uh not knowing all the pieces of your story Mm -hmm. is it it shows resilience and perseverance and that is is beyond the weight i want to live a long healthy life yes not just live alone yes i want to be able to live it and live it well yes um, my vision is, I tell people all the time, I want to be that grandma that people be like, oh, Lord, here she comes. <laughs> like, I'm I'm riding a four-wheeler. Like, I am, I'm the one saying the in- inappropriate stuff at Thanksgiving. Like, I want to be that grandma. And I feel like in order to be that grandma, I have to start, you know, make, make prepare my body for it now. Like, I, my goal is to still be able to run with my boys. Like, my youngest, he just turned nine. So I do not have time to sit up. And sit still, like he right. he wants to be a Ninja Turtle, so we're gonna be Ninja <laughs> yes. Turtles together, obviously. Right. <laughs> so, um, and I and I love kids, and I love what we do in the community. And so, um, once I started to find my purpose, because um, I used to go to, you know it, I used to go to the <laughs> classes, and I would stand in the back of the room, even though mm-hmm. I was fully certified. Um, as a dance instructor, uh, as a Zumba instructor, I, I would sit in the back and Morgan would see me in the back and I would have a good time in that corner, baby. And Morgan <laughs> looked at me one day and she was like, no, ma'am. She was like, come up front. And so she pulled me up front. And then after a while, she was like, don't you instruct? She was like, can you do a few songs? And I was like, sure. And next thing you know, it went from three songs to, okay, lead half the class. And after a while, I was like, I'm going to Cincinnati. You got class, <laughs> right? But it was her seeing the potential in me and tapping into that. And I will never forget when I heard Oprah share her story, she shared how somebody took the roof off of her thinking. And Mm -hmm. so I thought I had to have all these ducks lined in a row in order to start moving in that direction. And Morgan was like, no, you can start right now. Start right with what you have. And so um, she just started challenging me each week, like, here, let's do this. Let's try this. And so that's when she was like, I told her, I said, I want to bring the lab. I want to bring that to the South suburbs. And she's like, you know you can, right? You know we can open one of these in the South Suburbs. You know you can do everything you're doing here. You have the potential to do it yourself. And so if it wasn't for people like that, like like Morgan and, and the Martin family and, and our Fit family who was able to show me, like, no, you don't have to sit in the back of the corner. You, you don't have to sit there. You can, you can move forward. And so my goal and my vision is to always pour into all of you exactly the same way because it took somebody seeing what I didn't see in myself and pulling it out of me and saying, oh, we got this, sis, come on. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's my goal. So that's why I, I try to motiv- motivate you all as much as I can, because somebody did it for me, and I'm always paying for it. Mm, beautiful. Now, mm-hmm. 
Explain what the lab is. <laughs> oh, shameless plug. <laughs> <sure>. Absolutely. <laughs> the lab. <clears throat> 2025 West 95th Street. Okay. <laughs> no, the lab. Um, is it's Live and Believe Nutrition. Um, it is a healthy soul cafe also with amazing classes. And so I would watch people work out and I'm like, I do not want to do that at all. No, I just want to dance. <laughs> and I, I got invited to an event that Morgan was at mm-hmm. and <laughs> she started dancing. I was like, where's this lady? I'm going to go <laughs> wherever she is. And so she was like, come to my dance class on Thursdays. And so I tell people the best way to describe the class is it's Zumba mixed with hip hop and shenanigans. Yes. That's the best way to describe Great the way class. To describe it. So much fun. <laughs> but um, we all, they also have cardio drumming and um, strength training, all kinds of things. And it's just a great um, nutrition hub right in the heart of our community. And it is just so helpful. So I was like, I didn't grow up out here. I grew up out in the South suburbs. I'm like, how can we take this and move it out to where I grew up? I would love for the people that I was surrounded by art. You know, I went to school shout out to Shepard Astros. We run, we run it. That's right. Um, I grew up in the South suburbs. I would love to have this. And so, um, that's when Liz and I, Liz is from Markham. I'm from Robbins. And so Liz was like, okay, where can we go? So we found a place right in, um, Hazel Crestle was like right smack dab in the middle. And we were like, okay. And so, um, to me, I have always been one of those people who love um, movies with like shields and armor. And so 300, Gladiator, all that, that's my jam. I can watch that all day. And so I was like, let's name it Armor. I'm like, Armor Fitness and Nutrition. And so that's when we came up with the name. And so we took exactly everything Morgan taught us and trained us to do at the lab. We just took it and we brought it to the South Suburbs. And I'm so thankful. The other day somebody called it the Neighborhood Cheers. Sure, I'll take it. (laughs) Go where everybody knows your name. That's fine. (laughs) So I love it. I really do. It's, It's a lot of fun. You were there. Yeah. <laughs> when you reflect on, okay, I'm 41 mm-hmm. now, right? What would you tell your 20-something-year-old self about what you know now? First, I would I would look at her and say, girl, all the ones you think are the one, he, the, he ain't the one. Just, just stop. <laughs> start, start with A. Um, secondly, um, I would tell myself, learn to love you. Um, my, my childhood was, was very rough. And so it took me a long time to find me, to really find me. So I would, I would just tell her to take some time to take care of her and learn before you love anybody, learn to love you and pour into you because you have so much potential. I I think if I could just, and I would give her a big hug, like a very, very big hug and just, embrace her and just tell her pour into you pour in before you do anything else pour into you yeah you got a big heart but you got to learn to guard that heart mm-hmm. so yeah that's the first thing I would say. Mm, that's good I remember one of our first conversations that we had and I'm tying this into like after you have a baby because insecurities can set in you Girl. know after you have a child, you may have gained 30, 40, 50, 60 mm-hmm. pounds. And I remember the first class, and you asked me what my goal was. And I said to have my pre-baby body. And you was just like, just create a new. Mm-hmm. And just that one line really helped shift something in me because society tells us, okay, mm-hmm. you being pregnant is beautiful, but that postpartum body is not, mm-hmm. and you need to have a snapback. Mm-hmm. And 
in that moment, it it shifted my thinking and made me confident in just creating the new me. Yes. So, in doing that, and you being on your journey losing 70 pounds, what would you tell other women and men who may be struggling to just get started? Yes. Like, I, I just, I'm struggling to just get started, or I may just be struggling to eat the salad mm-hmm. because I'm addicted to the sugar mm-hmm. or the salt. Um, the first thing I would say is one step at a time. Mm. Master one thing first. So even if it's just getting one workout in a week, okay, cool, I got that. I'm going to take it up to two. Okay, this week I'm going to go three days without any fast food. Like just taking, we feel like, and I was just sharing this with someone the other day, success really is just steps built over time. It's not mm-hmm. something that happens instantly. And so we look for the big rewards, not realizing that success really is consistency over time. So honestly, just day by day, step by step. And then when you get something wrong, just say, you know what? Okay, what did I go wrong? Yeah, I ended up in the drive-thru. Okay, maybe I should have ordered a meal prep, or maybe I could have prepped my meal, or uh, maybe I could have Got, gotten food a little earlier so I wasn't so hungry so I didn't make a, a choice out of desperation instead of inspiration so just finding that what works for you but step by step by step and write it out write what you want write it out and then make a plan and then add action to that plan a lot of times we write the vision but we forget that faith without works is dead you still got to move you still have to make that action plan i mean still have to move and make action so write out what it is so if you want to let's say my goal is 50 pounds okay cool what what do you want how do you want to lose it okay i want to work out this many days a week um doing this this is who i'm going to work out with okay cool what kind of nutrition do you want to do okay this is what i this is what i want to do this is what i want to eat and if you need help with that then find the right people okay i know i don't want to do a, sh- a real shameless plug but i mean we have an amazing accountability group i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> but um getting with the right and that's the thing there are so many different programs out there and most of the time all of them work it's just finding the one that works for you because i used to do ones that were um they were very strict. They're like, you can only have a slice of lettuce and an egg in the morning. And then and I was like, who's, who's about to do that? I'm not about to do that. But finding something that's going to change your life, that's a real lifestyle change, something you can do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Can I make a smoothie in the morning? Absolutely. I could do that for the rest of my life. Can I eat the right foods? Can I make me, like you said, make me a salad or, or order a salad? Yes, I can do that for the rest of my life. So finding what works for you and that is a lifestyle. A lot of times, especially as women, we do these these um, big grand diets and all these fads and we drop the weight for the summer. We look good. We take the pictures, but we don't deal with what's on the inside and we don't make those lifestyle changes and then we gain it right back. So instead of doing that big strict thing, try really just changing day by day, step by step, and you'll have that longevity, those good long results versus just that temporary fix. Mm-hmm. You you just said something that I want to dig into a little bit more, okay. like gaining the weight right back. And in your journey, <laughs> <laughs> have you had a moment or moments where you gained it back? And Absolutely. what was the internal dialogue like for you? Well, I probably can't say that on TV, okay. so I won't say <laughs> what I said in my head when I. Okay, first of all, um, 
There's a lot of people who have an unhealthy relationship with the scale, and we don't talk about it enough. Mm -hmm. There are people who, when they get on the scale, they see a number they don't like, they get frustrated, and they go back to their old ways. Okay, you worked out for three days, baby. Just give it, give it some time. Right. So your body is not like Amazon. It's not gonna show up the mm, next day. So, <laughs> so first thing, um, first thing I would do is just if I knew I was off track because you know when you haven't been eating right. If I know I've been off track, first thing I do is put my scale away. I'm not gonna look at my scale for the next few weeks. So first of all, what I would do is I would get frustrated internally, and then now I've come to the point now where I'm healed enough to backtrack. Okay. Like, for instance, I just had two birthdays back-to-back. My babies both had birthdays. Okay, so, yeah, I had cake. Okay, cool. What do I need to do? I need to get back on my nutrition. I need to drink more water. I need to lock arms. I, my, I Sometimes I'll go back to Morgan and say, okay, I really need you in this season to lock arms with me. Yes, I'm a coach. I'm a leader, too. But we need that iron sharpens mm-hmm. iron. So just it's about getting with the right people. So, um, for instance, now I've been um, – I've been doing strength training um, at Downs Fitness with Andrea and Lindsay because they they challenge me in a different way. So sometimes it's also about taking that extra step. You might have to say, okay, let me in this season, let me try something new. But there has been times where I have, um, I remember once when I, I got very close to that 70 mark and I gained 20 back and I had to really sit and look at where I went wrong. And it was like, okay, I... Life, life. I had moments in, in my life that went on a great. I went back to food. I started working out less. I drank less water. And now we're here. So I put my scale away. I started hitting my, my nutrition hard. I started drinking my water. I started working out. I went the extra mile. And then when I knew I had been consistent for a while, then I took that scale. I took the scale out and started paying attention again. So uh, Morgan used to always tell me, don't worry about the scale. She said, focus on being consistent and the scale will move. Mm, that's good right that helped me so much Be- <laughs> we need to hear that it's yes not, you know yes it's it's back to what you said building one step at a time success being consistent mm. and one word as we wrap up our conversation how would you describe your journey mm. i'll say long no <laughs> um I would say powerful. It's been a powerful journey. It hasn't been easy, but it's been powerful. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm. Well, thank you for out here inspiring us all (laughs) and being a model of what it can look like being a woman, a wife, a mom, a sister, a daughter, and all the other titles that you wear and still remember you and not last yes yes so thank you um i i did put myself last for a long time i did i put myself on the back burner and i started to see it in my weight in my face in my responses to to people and that's when i knew i had to fight for me i'm like i will fight for anybody else me i when i love people i love people and i'm a protector by nature i'm a leo that's just what we do <laughs> we're, we're we're territorial and so I, I had to really have a conversation with myself, like, if you, this was anybody else, you would go hard for them. Why won't you go hard for you? Mm. And so that's when I started to make the shift. And that is a perfect way to end this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. My pleasure. <laughs>